0: Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Lash LaRue, and I'm a gamer, a big one, completely addicted, and I'm not even ashamed of it. And that's pretty much what I want the theme of this show to be, is the origins and evolutions of our gaming addictions. And today I wanted to kick it off with a really good one, one of my very first addictions, Metal Gear. And to help me kick it off, I've got four members of Foxhound joining me today, or four Diamond Dogs, however you prefer, Uh, there you go. Uh, who actually host their own podcasts on ruminations radio network. Damn. All right. All right. Um So Brando, Nano Machines. Uh What is the yeah. best Metal Gear game then? Number one.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold
2: on. <laughs> Let me
1: uh stop us real quick for a second. May I suggest, you could totally shoot me down. May I suggest we start with maybe like three, two, one, or do you just want to jump into the top?
0: <laughs> okay. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll do... Uh, each one of you, three, two, one, and then we'll, um, I'll, I'll rank it and then we'll have like our definitive top three list is okay. that we could okay. do like that. And then maybe I'll, I'll do that and then we'll share it on the next episode or something. So, okay. uh, okay. we could do that. So, so Brando top three metal gear titles.
3: Number three, that's going to be the original metal gear solid. Okay. Two is going to be Metal Gear Solid Two. And then my all-time favorite's going to be the perfection that is Metal Gear Solid Three.
0: Talk to me, mm-hmm. talk to me briefly about your that your connection with three. What was well, it about? We're going to talk
3: three? about the subsistence version with the non-crap camera. But I mean, come on, <laughs> look at the setting. You're you're playing you're not snake anymore. You're actually big boss. You're in a James Bond movie during the Cold War. Do an espionage shit against the commies. It's great. Shame on me for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And was... that is the one game in the series where you can get a game over for creating a time paradox. Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: True. You could also True. cut out an entire boss fight by shooting him in like a mid-cut scene in the middle of the game. Oh, but yeah. that's such
3: a good <laughs> boss fight, though.
1: It is a good boss fight. <laughs> And All then right. Metal
3: Gear Two, I love the fact that they. Uh, my, one of the reasons why I love Metal Gear Two, aside from the whole messaging about censoring information and letting the public see what a higher power thinks they should see, is uh, the fact that, yeah, when you're a kid playing through that game, you're thinking, "Wow, this is basically pretty pretty derivative." They kind of just ripped off their own shit.
2: When you and were then, a kid, you <laughs> thought in your head the word derivative.
3: I did 37. Fuck <laughs> <thank> you.
4: <laughs> well, I, know, not, I think it was a little well, like brando to be like, it's I enjoyed like, it,
2: but it. it was a bit derivative. <laughs> but then, you know, you, totally start getting,
3: but then you start getting through and you realize, oh, the game is, oh, they're apparently playing Ryden. Oh, no, they're actually really pulling the, a fast one on the gamer themselves. And I, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Okay, well, it's interesting you brought that up because there was a lot of flack with Last of Us Part Two recently, where you had to play as somebody else, and uh, it didn't go over well with a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, when they, when he did it, everybody everybody bought that game thinking they were going to play as Snake, right? Yeah, I think they, that was worth marked,
3: of the there was not not a single
4: screenshot of Riot and out in the press before the game launched. Wow, I know. That's Although song. it is to be fair, true, you know, time and place. Now we have so many fucking haters. You know, we, I mean, we, the level of, of hate that's spewed across social media nowadays is not not even close to what was, we were dealing with back then.
0: And those are the most vocal ones too. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I,
3: I was I was upset with the ride of the thing until you know Lieutenant JG Iroquois Pliskin shows up. Yeah, <laughs> looks <laughs> like oh, that's what we're doing here. Okay, right, three, 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 <laughs> I, guess I get them through Kodak, Yeah, <laughs> all right. Liquid. They did, the, they did the character thing with three as well. That was a you ain't playing who you think you are. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. In three? Yeah. Yeah. In five. Sorry, five.
0: Five. Yeah. Yeah. Five. I was like, okay, wait a minute. That's a different one. Yeah. 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 That was that yeah. well, okay. I wanna get into five here in a minute, but I, I wanna get over to liquid. Liquid I don't I don't see this is this is a marriage.
2: This perfect
1: uh, top three. I, like, to I was like a half a uh, half cough and a half like heart attack for a second. Um,
2: <laughs> I would pay to hear both of you in those voices exclusively do simple movie reviews. Oh,
1: I'd actually want that myself. To be honest. Um, top three the game reviews would be perfect. Oh wait, hold on one second. That should be part of our fake ads, man. <laughs> Sorry, my head's oh, that, <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. a great idea for that. Uh number three is going to be Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Um, I kind of echo everything that Brando said. Um I was 13, so I was pretty young. I could honestly tell you at that point I didn't understand what was going on. And I'm 32 now, and I still kind of only a little bit understand what was going on in that game. Um I think if you
3: haven't played it within the last four (laughs) years, try it again. It'll click pretty hard.
1: Well, yeah, no, I mean, I'm kind of half joking, but like the game, I just like how it kind of ends it off with like you kind of interpret what you think happened in the game um, for a lot of people. And for me, it was kind of that way too. I like when things kind of keep you guessing and that game was a mind fuck at 13. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, but at the time I was playing, you know, the sequel to Metal Gear Solid and I played that, um, you know, off a Pizza Hut disc I got. From Pizza Hut, and yeah, I was just astonished at the graphics and blown away by the gameplay and the presentation. So when I was thirteen, it was just you know a beefed up Metal Gear Solid One, and I was all about it. But as I got older and played it more, um, just the underlying like messaging and all of that. And, uh, just the, just going through threads and seeing hundreds of different interpretations of what this game means to people and stuff is just really interesting. And I think it's really, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't say if it's underrated or not, but I, I, I feel like it's underrated, but that's my number three.
3: Oh, well, we're going uh, we're about to find out. I feel like it's a game that's dying to be, be remade with the Fox engine. Oh God, I would kill for that.
1: Anything for the Fox engine. <laughs> number two. <laughs> Number two is the original Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it's a classic. It's got a banger soundtrack. It's got the introduction of Snake. Well, you know, not introduction. For, for me, anyway. Uh, it's got an awesome cast, awesome villains. Uh, it just, you know, it it made me interested in making movies or, like, making videos and it made me interested in you know film production and how things are made like that really got my mind rolling at a really young age, and um, just how cinematic it is to this day even like I mean the graphics obviously haven't aged well but the cutscenes and the transitions still have aged beautifully like it's it's a great game and it started a huge you know it like reinvented and uh, kind of like brought this franchise back into the public eye and it you know, was huge. So that's my number two. My number one is Peace Walker. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Right
0: on. No,
1: no, no, no. No, (laughs) I'll
0: let him talk to you, Kyle. Go.
1: Okay, so, I mean, Peace Walker, I mean, at this point, I've played everything up until, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4. So I've seen the ending of Solid Snake. Uh, When Snake Eater came out, I was fucking jacked because I've always wanted to know what big boss was about, you know, his backstory, the fact that we were going to see all that and, you know, the cloning of the twins and all that kind of stuff. Like I was in, I was like, okay, so we get like another trilogy out of this at at the time in snake eater. I didn't know, but that's what got me so amped about peace Walker. I was like, dude, they're going to do like another trilogy and we're going to get more big boss stories. This is gonna be awesome. And I think that, um, if you were to ask me like 10 years ago what my favorite Metal Gear was, it would probably be Snake Eater. But the older I got, and especially after playing Peace Walker, I realized how like little and like almost – I don't want to say insignificant, but Snake Eater is like one of the worst Metal Gears as far as story development and character development. It's to me. But okay, I'm not
3: talking I about Snake Eater. now.
1: I'm not talking about <laughs> Snake Eater. I'm not talking. About- <laughs> so Peace Walker, uh, I played that on the PSP, and that was my first experience with it. I was hooked. I had Metal Gear on the go, and not only that, but it was you know still the traditional Snake Eater gameplay, and it just to me, it's when you were actually big boss. And so I was excited because it was like you were seeing the development of what the previous games talked about. Like Snake Eater wasn't really that for me. He was still kind of like naive. He's kind of a little bitch, you know. But uh, Peace Walker, uh, the gameplay and just the subsystems was kind of micromanaging but not like overwhelming. And it was really fun to level things up and to bring other people into battle. And I even played it co-op with friends and we took down like – yeah, like we took down the Metal Gear together. Like all at the same time, and it was just a really cool experience. And uh, I think the story, the character development, is the best of any Metal Gear in Peace Order. Right on. All right.
0: Well, Triple C uh, Nano Machines, you have only played like three games. So um, let's see what or is it going to be? Is it going to be? Top He's played the, the best
2: three year? at
4: least. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying I'm to kidding. figure
2: this out. I mean, I know I played Metal Gear Solid. I know I played Sons of Liberty. What is the one where what which, which one was running around the oil rig? That was two. That was two, that was three, yeah. Okay, that's Sons of Liberty. Okay. With and okay. So then after that, what was the one that took place during the Cold War?
3: Snake Eater, Metal Snake Gear Three. Eater.
2: Okay, so I've played Snake Eater, I've played Sons of Liberty, I've played Metal Gear Solid. I have so you've not played, played... No with
3: three. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I haven't played Guns of the Patriots or Peace Walker or 5 Ground Zeroes or Phantom Pain.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Haven't played any of those. And and if I'm just going by the 3 that I've played, I still think my number 3 would be I think my, my number three is going to be Metal Gear Solid 2. My number two is going to be Metal Gear Solid 3. And my number one is still the original Metal Gear Solid. Well, Metal Gear Solid 1998. 1998. Okay. All
0: right. Now, with, with Metal Gear Solid 1, what was it? What was your most memorable moment in that game? What, why would you put it at uh,
2: I mean, I still think it, it, it goes down to Psycho Mantis for me. I thought that game really was something new. And really ushered in a whole different type of game design. I think that's whether you, for me, the limited exposure I've had to the series, which greatly has to do with the fact that I've owned an Xbox and not a PlayStation with some of those games. I didn't get a chance to play with them up until five. Um, but the first one, I thought it stuck with me. And I don't, I don't, I think it's very hard to recreate that. You know, and uh, as far as battles go I, and character development, I really have a sweet spot for Revolver Ocelot.
3: I just like that character. I liked everything about it. Greatest video game villain of all time, Revolver Ocelot. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I
3: mean, I I just had a I had a
2: an ex- a memorable experience that I returned to and played multiple times. I didn't just play through it once.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, you mentioned Revolver Ocelot, and I think about all these other villains like the Such a fantastic ability of creating these characters that are so all over the top, but making it land somehow. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. and I don't care to explain it. It's just really, really awesome. So
2: it, it's just that. beautiful care- Yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved everything about that first game. I enjoyed every single one I played, but I I think that at some point, like I said, they sort of jumped the shark for me and then <laughs> okay. I just didn't go back. And I, I'm not criticizing, because I don't know, maybe it got great and I want to play them, but
3: uh, I have not yet.
2: Well, I will you tell you this,
3: knowing that? how much you love Splinter Cell, I mean, you could it probably find Metal Gear 5 for like 5 bucks on the Xbox Marketplace every now and then. It's worth getting into just for the gameplay itself, because you will flip over it. It's fantastic. I
2: will say, um, my cousin is lending me his... Uh, previous generation playstation pro so that i can play through a bunch of titles that i just haven't gotten a chance to yet bloodborne Bloodborne. yeah so i'm playing through bloodborne i'm gonna go through that again i'm gonna definitely play last of us uh and metal gears a couple of metal gears are on that list too
0: yeah you got some homework
2: i do i do i'm gonna have fun doing it too i love i mean those games are exciting to me at
0: this point tony what's the uh what's the spirit animal saying? Top
4: three. Yeah, I think for me, it's it's it was always tough between three and four because those, yeah, it's a little bit to everybody's point, and also too, I, I understand that yeah, for Kyle's point, three might not have most robust um, character development and background, but there was just something about so it would be go like it would go Peace Walker, uh, also to top Kyle's point where we got to see more of um the history of 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 Boss and Big Boss. And that we didn't get to have in three, um, and it's, it was a solid title. Plus two, if you can't love a game that doesn't have a, a, a character named Hot Cold Man, yeah, I don't oh, know what's wrong with you. Like, this is a brando <laughs> traitor. <laughs> like if you can't get behind that, then I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, Amen,
1: brother. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> and then I think it would go Snake Eater, and then top would be. Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, just because it was just, I, it was, it was almost going so ridiculous and so far fetched, but it just, I don't know, there was something about it that warmed my heart. I, I love the, the crazy characters, the, the crazy uh, long cutscenes. I love the ridiculous, you know, through lines with, okay, we're, tr- we're finally making connections to this and this and this and trying to, you know, tie it up in a neat bow. Learning
3: way too much about the bad guys. Thanks to Dennis Rodman.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was, what was the guy, the guy uh, with the, had the monkey
2: that was always eating Drebin. the apple. Oh, yeah.
0: Drebin, oh that's gosh. right. Yeah.
2: And yeah. So, I remember I'm like,
0: what in the hell is going on? <laughs>
2: I mean, just judging by the story quality and what you go through, what you hear from other people, what you played through in those first games, at least the only ones that I did, it starts to seem like in my mind, I think of Hideo Kojima, but I, putting in that guy the asian guy who was locked in the trunk in the hangover like this like this i don't know if he's just writing everything on some crazy fever dream dmt trip but you know there's always this craziness to this to the writing it's it's great
4: it's just it just seemed like it i yeah it's it's outlandish a lot of it can be very abstract or um Ironically, I think the criticism for four is what I think Death Stranding fell and fell into. I think again, because it it worked with for this world, it worked for these characters, it worked for the story, and I mean just also to the commercials. Like these crazy ass like commercials that they they put That's so much the into talk this game.
1: stuff and all that kind exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There
4: was just there was something and to that, I think that game was the most the most meta the most meta right. it played to everything that pretty right. much that game was about
3: so right. you obviously are big on metal gear 4 i okay i have i want your opinion on something everyone else can chime in as well do you think the ending was ruined by the mid credits real ending that took like another 45 minutes no no i don't No. you don't think it was a massive ridiculous stunt to pull out an alive and well big boss at the end of the game I, would have uh, been a much more no. somber and bittersweet ending with Snake, you know, off Maybe, of himself for the greater good. But it's nope. Kojima.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not even going to chalk it up to that. I thought, look, hear me out. As, like I, I, echo everything Tony's saying. I could feel the passion behind his voice, right? Like I get it. Metal Gear Solid Four for me would probably be my favorite if it wasn't that there was just so little gameplay. Yeah, that's mm. that. That's the only reason, but. As as just like a, like he basically grabbed each one of us on the head and just just gave us a little kiss. It's like I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. All his He's fans. Kidding, yeah. It was just his love letter to us, man. And it it delivered. It delivered on so many levels. But the gameplay, it's like it's the same thing I don't like about a Persona. It's like I control my character for five minutes. Oh, now I'm in a ten minute cutscene. Control yeah. my you know for five minutes, and then if it had just a little bit more gameplay. It would probably be number one.
3: See, it's funny because you say Metal Gear Solid 4 has a bad gameplay to cutscene ratio and Metal Gear Solid 5 has
4: the exact opposite problem.
1: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, on
0: that point, like, nobody has Metal Gear Solid 5 on their list. No,
4: I feel like that's actually the weakest out of the entire series. Sure. But I think also, too, credit credit is, like, he couldn't finish it.
0: Exactly, exactly.
4: It's not finished
0: well and he and and obviously he went more of the open world route this time around, and you know it still had its narrative in there, but it was you had these big gaps you know between gameplay where you were playing for four, five, six hours before you got another cutscene and um yeah I, I I'm with you, I will say though, in my personal opinion, that game probably has the best third person shooting mechanics or just down mechanics that I have ever played in any third person game. And that alone gets me through it.
3: I was, I'm a huge fan of the show 24. Even the horrible scene season they made during the writer's strike where it was Jack Bowers, dad and brother as the bad guys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Classic. Yeah. It
3: just made me so irritated to think about. I kind of lost my, I kind of lost my train of thought. Okay, so yeah, you know, some of the other reasons why it, it it did bother me is okay, I'm a big fan of Keeper Shout, and then for the aforementioned reason. And he has like, you know, nine words in the entire fucking game. Yeah. When I heard they were actually getting a real actor to be Snake, I thought, okay, cool. Maybe they're uh maybe we're gonna get a hell of a lot of you know fully mocap cutscenes in the game from their actors. This could be really, really awesome. Nope. No, now, no. no, Yeah. And I, I agree with what that. you're saying,
0: but what I would also say is that considering the storyline, obviously it made sense that he went with somebody other than hater. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't, but, it
3: doesn't because at the tape you play at the end of the game where it's, yeah. you know, big boss actually talking to you. It's like, it's, it's, it's still Kiefer. I mean, if that was like the moment where we oh, got a right. totally. Yeah, that hater
1: voice, Yeah, that would have been right? better.
3: Or even to, you know, without going to, or even like Richard Doyle doing it again.
0: Okay. But, yeah. yeah. But I can listen to David Bowie on Metal Gear Solid 5.
3: So that's, true. <laughs> that's I mean, was, it was, right I, I, I enjoyed striking fear in the hearts of my opponents by being airdropped into Spandau Ballet.
4: <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. I it's, watched you
3: play a lot of that game.
4: Well, it's definitely the title that really does seem the most unnecessary where you're not really yeah it's it's long-winded but you could say yes the argument can be made all his games are long-winded but it definitely feels that that game doesn't it's not really necessary all the other sides side ones like the, the peace walker and the portable Ops, you could argue that yes they are adding something to the story but with this one it you yeah you are not big boss and the okay. only thing this
3: my favorite part about the story itself is that you realize, oh, it's it's not just you know a double for the sake of being a twist or a shock, but it's oh, okay, so this is literally how Big Boss got the legend behind him. He literally could be in two places at once.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: <sighs> genius. Gosh, Gosh, I, 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 God,
0: I had that game was such God, God so I don't potential. even know. What, yeah, I don't even know what happened with that whole situation. But it's absolutely Konami's fault. I don't care. You know.
3: So Lanthropus was the stupidest name for a giant robot battle mech of all time.
1: Hey, watch your mouth there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Writing off the coattails of uh, Peace Walker, I, dude, I I was probably more excited for the Phantom Pain than I was for Metal Gear Solid 4 at that time. Mm. Like, I was, this, I thought Phantom Pain was going to be our big boss version of Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, our big Good. send-off. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be our big send-off that connected the trilogy the original trilogy and it was just so oh my god I I don't think I've ever been more heartbroken on a game honestly
3: that game killed my gaming hobby
1: yeah it 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 sucked man but it is what it is the gameplay is like really fucking good obviously um but yeah that story man oof yeah
0: and it was just it was like this little time chunk right in the middle like you said it wasn't that it wasn't that payoff that everybody was looking for it was kind of this this couple of years span here that or what was it? Like nine or ten years or something. He was in a coma yeah. for nine years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like eight, nine years. And when they uh dude, when they launched Ground Zeroes before that, and I played that, I was uh, like, dude, they're gonna nail it, man. Yeah. You're gonna fucking nail it. Like the <laughs> intro with the you know, the music playing while you're riding in the back of the car with Skullface. Yeah. And just like yeah. in leading up into the helicopter, and he drops the fucking patches, and like, up. I'm like this is it. I'm go the boss. This is it. It's happening. It's happening. This yeah. is it. And then it was just oh god, such a letdown. Kept you waiting, huh?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the it was the filler. It was the, like in a TV show, you got a filler episode. That that oh. game is just the filler. if you wanted plot, you had to go listen to fucking cassette
3: tapes to in game to get it. Yeah.
0: Okay, but okay, but they had something similar like that in Peace Walker, where where you were listening to all the the, the tapes, right? Like you had audio logs? How was that? I'm trying to remember.
1: No, that's how they just kind of uh connected you from mission to mission. So they had like instead of doing like a codec, they just kind of inserted those in between the levels. And that's probably what you're thinking of, because there wasn't like any in game cassettes or anything like that. Um Yeah, but, okay. I, I think yeah. I'm
0: blurring five and peace walker together but i did like the way that peace walker like delivered the story and how you had the two characters on screen you know what i mean and you were reading you were actually reading the dialogue and that kind of thing i i i loved peace walker personally and the whole the whole um, connection with with boss is the ai and how you know she kind of takes herself out at the end i that was that's one of the most memorable moments i've had in metal gear you know
1: yeah, um, I think Peacewalker really does a good job at uh, making Snake Eater even more important than it originally was. And just mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, he's finally establishing, you know, his his army and he hears the boss's voice and it just it like clicks with him. He's like, I got to do it now. Like he was going to turn him down. And it's just a huge motivation. He was out. The and then he has to lose her again, like for a second time. Yeah, it's oh. just so emotional. It's so emotional.
4: That's what I loved about Snake Eater. Just like that uh her character and, and just
1: still not done ripping your heart out.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. Just so good.
4: Just and also like, that ending where you're like in the field with flowers.
0: I was just gonna say oh, that. Fuck, I was just man. gonna say that. How the fuck have
4: we not talked about this yet? I think that's why it's got it's in my top three. It's just like for moments like that, there's just
1: Yeah, oh, We could talk about favorite moments. Ooh, yes. Uh, hey.
0: <laughs> rock and roll nano machines. okay so uh let's go let's go let's go uh li- liquid what's your <laughs> what is your favorite metal gear moment uh my number
1: one is number one yeah we're not going to do top 3 on this my number one moment in any metal gear and maybe almost any game <laughs> Is in Metal Gear Solid Four when Snake's crawling through the microwave. Yes, holy dude! Oh,
0: yes. oh <laughs> <So> <laughs> my fucking <laughs> moment! You're,
1: you're feeling it. You're feeling it. And yeah, they do the if, fucking split screen. They do yes. the split screen, and oh, Raiden's oh. just taking fools out, and like just everybody's on their last stand, and the music's playing, and it's swelling to like a crescendo, and you're tapping that X button to get through, and the Snake's <laughs> just on his life. It's, it's, so many emotions. I can't even <laughs> Don't fucking die.
4: <laughs> your hand, your hand was literally or at least mine. Mine was cramping up. Literally was cramping yeah. up. I'm like, well, how it's, long is he going to make me do this? Yeah, because they had to get through the cutscene on the left side of the TV. Yeah, <laughs> you
3: now I'm just remembering the Mount Snake more that was on on Arsenal Gear, and I'm irrationally irritated. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Brando! Come on, man. What's 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 the top, top moment? moment? It's going to be in Metal Gear Two when. Uh, you know, you get the virus into the system, you wake up in Arsenal gear, and your codec starts going batshit crazy. And
1: that's, that's an when awesome.
3: you realize, I've been played. I've been getting played this whole time. <laughs> oh, man. God. And then yeah, I man, felt really great right. for, and then I was really happy for Raiden because maybe this really annoying, overly needy fiance doesn't really exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a question about Raiden.
2: Yeah. What do you think that? Where do you think he was going with that character, like that design of that character? Do because looking back, it feels like that was ahead of its time.
3: They were going for, I think, the polar opposite of Solid Snake. They went from masculine to let's be honest, androgyny. Even the president went for the crocodile Dundee handshake check.
1: Yeah, he did. (laughs) did.
0: Yeah, I would. I would have to echo what Brando's saying. I, I would say that that they were going because he was Ryden was coming up as well, right? Like yes. so you you kind of got to see you see him do it and then they showed the big boss side of it there. Um but you had seen it with um uh, Metal Gear Solid before and uh so he, yeah it was it was I think they were trying to do the same thing but from a different side.
2: It just you know, seems like, looking back like it was way ahead of its time. That's all our main character like that like the whole thing the whole presentation of it seemed like it was he's he's a he's incredible
3: i do have a i do have a runner-up scene you know honorable mention uh, yeah. the rex versus ray fight in metal gear solid 4 yeah. oh hell yes, yes. Hell because yeah. that's just oh that was so that was nothing but pure unadulterated unfiltered fan service but it was still fucking awesome yeah
1: <laughs> that's a fun All right
0: yeah a charlie one. you got to you got a most memorable moment in Metal Gear out of one, think, two, and three?
2: I mean, I again I think I've already jumped on it. And I, I mean, I like a lot of where those stories have gone, but I, I still have to say the that that first kiss, as it were, that that putting the controller down, having to find the other port, the Psycho Manus thing blew my mind.
3: Oh, I see you like playing Castlevania
2: Symphony of yeah, the Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like that really just did something absolutely uh i I, it surprised me and i I don't don't think think yeah the rest of them had surprised me like that
0: i don't know if you remember or if anybody else remembers was there oh you know we already covered that right you had to go through the codec and keep talking to baker right and then he would he would fill the end okay that's right that's right yeah i i remember that moment and and uh when that thing was shaking and you were just like, what in the hell is going on? And it's like, the, and then I remember something being on the back of the disc, but that was, that was the code. That, that was, was to talk to Merrill. Yeah. Right on <laughs> spirit animal. <laughs>
4: yeah. There's a lot of them, obviously ones that have been mentioned um, the boss fight in three. There's yeah something about it, but I think one of the, one of the tops has got to go with four. the liquid oscillate battle on top of the yes uh, that was really really dumb in a really
3: great way and I loved yeah, it was. yeah
4: yeah and it's just it's you know that ending too with them it it just it kind of and I wouldn't be surprised if there's some influence but it just takes me back to fucking heat and yeah. at the end when they oh, the shoot out yeah. and the uh, and behind the air, uh, airfield it just yeah just oh, this is so fucking good <laughs> I love it well yeah no and when
0: when they keep like they they're so exhausted and they're leaning on each other and then and then they just get to this point where they look at each other and they inject each other so that they can keep going and it's just this this culmination of the two of them
3: and just the fact that every little round it was a different it was a life bar and a boss fight from one of the previous games series, just tying Ah, it all together
1: yes the best part yeah. about that is when they are like on the ropes and they're just leaning next to each other and they stab the syringe into each other, their life bar goes from low to all the way back up the full. And then they, yeah. see, they stand <laughs> back up you're like, yes, here we go! Here we go! <laughs> Round two! Yeah.
4: Oh, that's so awesome. I think it's just, it was perfect, too. It was, it was a perfect way to culminate that whole game, I think, it was a great ending.
3: I'll tell you my biggest gripe with the entire series, the entire plot. If you'd like, I want to get some feedback on this. The uh, liquid ocelot thing didn't have to be like a plot point at all. It could have just been ocelot the entire time.
1: But then I'm I'm
0: thinking. I think you're right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little. So basically, he's he did like psycho therapy to like convince himself he's liquid snake right to
3: my it's my understanding in metal gear solid 2 it actually really happened but then he thought oh this is a good idea like for some cover to do some dirt and it's like oh i'm just gonna psycho telekinesis thing myself into suppressing the liquid spirit but harnessing his identity and it's like i've said it once and i'll say it again
0: but
2: it's kojima yeah, I was kind of with you on that, right? Like, of all the things, like, out of the, everything that's in the storyline, it's that one thing that Brandon's like, too much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But if it's normal, right? If it's, if, if, if you take, if you take out the unnecessary stuff, then it's, it, it changes like the, the DNA of it. That's it hard to explain. Yeah, it, would. it would.
2: It would. Yeah. If you it take
1: would. it all out, it's just splinter cell. I was
2: well, about, <laughs> about to say the same
4: thing. That's where you put it, pulled, pulled it right out of my head.
1: Well, the whole reason was they made it that way
4: because it wasn't. It's it's only the arm is liquid, right? Or Ocelot? Yes. Yeah. So it's like the thing is, it's like he did quote unquote
3: die, right? And come on, your your revolver lot. you can get a better prosthetic than something you found out in the snow.
2: I'll, give you,
4: that one.
3: I'll uh, give you that one. <laughs> when you're in a pinch, you
0: know.
2: I, true. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to just let a good arm go to waste, though, man. I mean, you know. Right. But when you take an
0: arm, you take it.
2: I'm just saying, my dad, this is true. My dad just found a wire shelf that fits a rack he's already got installed on his wall in front of his neighbor's house that they were throwing out. And the man was overly joyed to get free shelf <laughs> And I'm telling you, any any old man that finds a free anything is gonna be super excited. And he found an arm. And he needed an arm. <laughs> They're
1: both he's, living their
2: best life. <laughs> hey, he's super excited. I guarantee you he's got an old buddy he called you to be like, You're never gonna believe what happened today.
1: <laughs> but he doesn't in the liquid voice. He's like, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> it's necessary make that happen charlie i
2: I would pay money to hear you guys call like your utility like your electric company but in total snake or liquid voice so as roommates as roommates trying to figure something out or ordering a pizza like you're like what do you want (laughs) you guys go back and forth it'd be awesome
1: i'm just gonna be sitting in front of the mirror later practicing and my girlfriend's gonna be like what the fuck are you doing
0: (laughs) My, yeah, my wife, my wife's already used to that. So,
3: yeah, that's the benefit of being married, though,
0: is
2: that you can go full ham, they're not going nowhere.
0: Why is my power out? (laughs) I paid it last month, liquid. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. All right, well, listen, as we start to kind of begin to wrap this up here, um it's been awesome having you guys on here, but I wanted to kind of test run a little segment here and uh, I, I call it, get it off your chest. Okay. So this was inspired by Brando and uh Uh-oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, because you have, you have the affinity to, to rant and I, and I really <laughs> like that. I like it. And it doesn't have to be a rant. It can be a rant. It could be a, uh, it could be something that you're excited about, like whether it's a game, I mean, preferably game related. If you're, cat sick or whatever I'd be happy to listen this is a safe space but um <laughs> but just uh you know if you're excited about something a rant whatever it is get it out you know what I mean we have a we got a healthy place here we look out for one another and uh I got to start with Brando on this one man anything you got to get off your chest
2: I don't, Brandon, don't get too excited just, just let it open <laughs> just breathe. Up go, <laughs> right?
3: Right. Well, he's got a, Yeah,
0: he's, uh, he's got his own uh, channel on the Discord for this.
3: Yeah, I'm actually in a pretty good mood right now, so I got nothing really I need to get off my chest immediately.
0: Uh, uh,
3: anything, anything
0: you're excited for? Like anything coming out, or anything you're looking to to play in or anything?
3: Yeah, needle in my arm in a couple of months from now, hopefully. Huh? Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! a Fox is- over is- here. What's going on? He means oh. nano machines, guys. He means Oh, nanomachines, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I gotta get Maybe. my
3: vamp like superpowers. I gotta get the nanomachines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, hope it does,
3: I hope it doesn't make me sexually lick an android's white blood off a gigantic K bar.
1: <laughs> Sounds like my Saturday nights so let me tell you what. I, didn't... <laughs> uh,
3: I love talking to Brando because I'm a visualist.
0: So he's safe. <laughs> He's able to just say things, and I see him instantly. Okay, you
3: remember how scared you were of Metal Gear Ray's when you fought a lot of him as Raiden the first time, and then you go into Metal Gear Revengeance, and he just fucks one up single handedly. Pretty amazing. You know what? And, and <laughs> he cuts that thing in half, and anime runs up the side of it. It's great. <laughs> I I was too stubborn early on
0: to play that game because uh, it wasn't Kojima, and I was completely naive. But uh, I've got a new appreciation for. um, Platinum Games, I think, is who makes that, so that is absolutely next on my playlist. But uh, I, mean, I got What were try you complaining about before, Brando?
1: <laughs>
0: hey, no, hold on, about? hold on. Uh, Brandon, you hard. said something about Square Enix. Complain about Square Enix. What's what's Square Enix's problem?
3: They haven't made a really good Final Fantasy since six. Oh god. Oh no! Oh god.
4: I, hey, this man, is the this Metal Gear Solid fantasy, podcast. This is not the Final Fantasy podcast. <laughs> I'll
1: stay quiet for now. I'll stay quiet for now. I'll stay quiet for now.
0: Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're all here for Brando. I mean, <laughs> I'm letting you know we are going to judge, but uh, it's still a safe space. Okay. Um, here's
3: something I can rant about. The IRS yeah. isn't taking income tax returns back until the middle of February. Yeah. What and the fuck is that? That annoys me. Probably COVID. Probably COVID reasons.
0: Everything's COVID reasons. Everything's COVID reasons. All right. Um, Liquid. Man, what do you got? Anything to get off your chest?
1: Uh, No, not really. Just that Peace is the best game. And <laughs> everybody else is wrong, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, everybody else is
0: wrong. <laughs> no, I, I would. I, we didn't really get into my top three, but I, I would have. Yeah, we'll take it, it. Is, it is really, really tough for me. But I would three for, or I'm sorry. Number three for me would be Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay. Sons of Liberty. But, uh, one and two, God, that could go anywhere between Peace Walker and Metal Gear Solid. I just, I I'm not, I cannot decide, but I will, for the sake of this podcast. And I will say that Peace Walker is my second favorite and Metal Gear Solid is my first, just because that was my first addiction kind of segueing back to the beginning of this. It was, it was absolutely amazing. All I played were sports titles and, um, my brother would play all these narratively driven games and stuff like this. And, and I would tell him, I'm like, man, that's dumb. You play it once and you know, I can play Madden all day long and the d- game's always different, you know? And um, but uh, he got me on there and he couldn't find his metal gear solid disc for about a week. And it was, it was just, it was life changing. That's why it's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. So. Nice. But uh yeah memorable moment what's your most memorable moment in the Metal Gear franchise? Mm. Yep. I would say and and uh you guys the the microwave scene, y'all stole some of them. You probably <laughs> stole my top one. But one that always sticks with me was the sniper wolf scene. Yes, and, that's my second. And, yeah. and, yes, and it's and it's the battle's great. Don't get me wrong. I love the battle, but something happens when you're out there in the snow and she's telling you everything that's going on and, and, and like her, her sad story. Just, and that's just, when
3: you pull up the Nikita launcher and make yes. that hydro-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is and just the, the ambience and the, the snow was falling. Right. It was, it was just absolutely amazing. And you felt, and that's what I I go back to what I said earlier is you felt something for each one of those characters. It wasn't. Not Otacon, you know? Oh, Otacon (laughs) snake. (laughs) Whoa. Um, Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, that sniper wolf scene was just absolutely amazing. And um, when you, when you see, what that character's feeling and 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 you relate to why it is that they're, they're not just evil, you know what i mean? They've got an idea of what they want to do and it actually you connect with that in some way. Uh it's just really really sad. You feel bad for everybody you kill in that game. <laughs> it's 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 fantastic.
3: Can't say the same about number 4 though.
0: No, no. Uh there's a bunch of crazies in that.
3: What's the octopus lady? What was her name? The laughing octopus. <laughs> laughing octopus. Mm-hmm. From a cool gameplay perspective fight. that one was the best out of that game though.
0: Yeah, that was really really cool.
3: But yeah. then it's like, oh, then they, you know, you beat them, they fall out of their armor and they are in weird slimy bodysuits and it's, they're sauntering toward you and it's like, what the fuck,
4: Kojima? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he did get, that was one of the things that I knocked him on was the over sexualization of. I swear to of God, I I
3: guarantee you the only reason he did that is so he could get some hot models in the studio for some money. Yeah.
4: I, I would not, I would not uh, doubt that either. And yeah, like I don't give a shit about cow. their
3: tragic backstories. <laughs> They're right. not interesting, and they just tried to kill me. <laughs>
4: yeah, what were those things
2: that sounded like cows again?
3: Uh, Irving's geckos, I think they oh, geckos. geckos, geckos, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, that, there you go. Thank there you, thank you, yeah.
1: go. There Learning from the best,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I've only got one character, okay. So, um, all right. But, okay, but Kyle, you, uh, I know you don't really have anything for the get it off your chest, but you're playing, um, just because it's newer, you've, you've been playing the medium, right? I have, yeah. What, what do you think of that, real quick?
1: Uh, it's fun. I like it. It's, uh, it's definitely like a double A game. It's, a, it's, it's got a good production value, but it's just like a really old school game. It's kind of like a nice, refreshing kind of like, uh, what do they call it? Um, Like a uh when you're like super comfortable with playing a game, or like a super comfortable. What do they call it? Like a fuck it, doesn't matter. Um, it just reminds me of playing like an old yeah. Do do you know what I'm saying? Okay, well, like yeah, it's just like an old school game. Um, and it just I don't I don't know. It's good. I I like horror games, and it's got a good soundtrack. The guy who does uh the Silent Hill uh soundtracks, he's the composer. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's got a very old-school Resident Evil vibe. It's got fixed cameras. Um, it just kind of, you know, uh, speaks to my younger, like, video game interests. But okay, it's good. Right. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, I was watching you play it a little bit, and that was that was really, really cool.
1: So you'd recommend it? Uh, maybe not to everybody. <laughs> but if you're into horror games... Um, well, it's on was, Game Pass, too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's free if you have Game Pass, you know, free in right. quotes. But, um, like, if you're into horror games... I would definitely play it if you're in like old school kind of Silent Hill, Resident Evil stuff. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Right on,
0: right on. Thank you,
1: Triple C. What do yeah. you need to get off your chest,
0: nano machines?
3: Ah, wow, <laughs> um, well, you guys are gonna work chest. tomorrow.
2: I am. I am supremely. Uh, I got to take the extra shot just for not having played these last few games that have been so emotional for everybody. (laughs) I've missed out and now I need to catch up. I I think uh, the other thing is I want to say that maybe we've kind of danced around the the word mood. Uh, I feel like the thing I have to give him credit and maybe what I was trying to get at by just being locked on to that moment in Metal Gear Solid It's that he knows how to create mood, and you guys talked about it with, you know, his cinematography, cinematographic, I guess, instincts, and being able to know what to put in front of your eyes when you've you're listening to the narration of that storyline, and also voice acting. I mean, the voice acting, the harmony of it all, is unbelievable to me, that they can create that kind of unique mood that a lot of games are missing and especially you know now like as you've played those games and gotten older i want more games that can create that mood and it seems like a lot of people haven't heeded the lessons from a great like kojima that's what awesome. i'm off to chess.
0: that's awesome well and i think maybe it was kyle that was bringing it up earlier was um naughty dog kind of doing it this day and and you getting this playstation 4 pro man you've got a lot of stuff you got some naughty
3: dog stuff to go through man oh shit man i
0: and i'm so jealous if i could go through any of those metal gear games again for the first time or or the last of us or uncharted any of that stuff that would
1: that would just oh uncharted 2 so good yeah uncharted 3 is a little better though that's a hot take
0: (laughs) that's a (laughs)
1: I don't okay, off tangent question oh, here. By the way, get... hold, hold, really quick, sorry. It's comfort food. The term I was thinking of before mm, was comfort, okay, comfort okay. food. I All right. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <It's nice. Yeah.
0: laughs>
4: there you go. I like
2: that. Go. Hey, comfort food takes a while to cook. It's okay that it's late. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, Tony.
0: What's going uh, on, Safe um, space, Tony.
4: Yeah, I. I it's interesting because I, I kind of I just wrapped up Death Stranding. Uh, right before the end of last year. And right I don't know, did anybody else finish it?
0: I, I played 170 played hours and platinumed it.
4: Yeah, so it, I, obviously without spoiling anything, like I, it would be interesting to get your take on it, because obviously this was the game where it's Kojima Unplugged. I, I throw this term out often now, where uh, I've always thought that Kojima has been uh, one of the very few auteurs in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um. This was his first title. He could be like unplugged, unshackled. Um and I think, I think some of the criticisms that were levied at him in Metal Gear Solid, I think they are more pronounced when in this game that he created, uh, Death Stranding. And I mm-hmm. think the game suffers from it because there's something and there's something about it, because I've been thinking a lot about this, is I'm wondering because of the elements that were present in metal gear solid if they really allowed some of the ambiguity or the inundation that he he displayed with some of the character designs the choices the the long-winded stories because I, I felt with death stranding it it was too wordy it was too long it was too not very succinct very incoherent Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I to Yeah, I <laughs> felt like it felt was really joking.
1: <laughs> I had to come off the mute for that one,
4: sorry. That should be you know how they have the 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 reviews like splattered across a trailer? That should be one of them. Too walkie. Discoldie <laughs> give it two walkie- But it be interesting. Too walkie. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, what I I kind of was kind of pissed off at the end of that game just because I felt he really he I was really hoping he was going to grow as an artist or at least take that next level. But I think he mm-hmm. got got a little bit mired. It was almost it's almost as if it's Hideo Kojima trying to make a Hideo Kojima game. That's the best That's way really I could try good to play it. The dude needs an editor. Yeah,
2: well, maybe he tried to take the same formula to a different like universe and it just didn't meet well together.
0: Well, I think I think Charlie, I think I think you're nailing it because, you know, like I said, I I played the game for 170 hours. I platinumed it. I loved the game. Okay. But I don't I absolutely see its flaws, or what I would consider flaws. And I would say that yes, it's too broken apart, right? Like there's we were talking about it earlier where you just have these gaps of gameplay and gameplay and gameplay and then and then wait, okay, now I got to get reinvested into these characters again. And I, I was invested in the characters and I thought the performances were really good uh, outside of Norman. I, fe- I feel like Norman was kind of like watching like fucking paint dry, but, um, <laughs> but I, I really connected, no pun intended, is I really connected with everything in that game because by the time I started walking down the hill, and the soundtrack, holy shit, the soundtrack. I oh, absolutely
1: yeah. love the soundtrack. It's got one of the best soundtracks in any game.
0: And yeah, and I, I'm walking down this hill and the waterfall's there and I'm isolated. I'm alone. There's no dialogue. I feel alone and I have to trudge all the way over there. And I get it from a gay perspective. If somebody wants to tell me like, dude, go fuck yourself. I'm not playing that shit. You know, I, I would totally respect that. But there was just something that connected with me on that. And I, yes, 170 hours, I pushed through that part of it. But, but um, I just, the connection, it was such a refreshing change of pace. And I, he absolutely tried something different. I just, it didn't need to be 40 hours long, you know? Well,
4: that, I think, Lash, I'm not even talking it from the game perspective. I'm, I'm totally with you. I really enjoyed it. I appreciated it. It's more of, I'm speaking specifically to the narrative into the story i think there was something about his execution Mm -hmm. i I felt really disappointed with because i didn't feel like he had elevated to a level of storytelling that i thought he was going to bring to this project i think what he did was extremely bold and again fucking nostradamus like what he created he was fucking like what a year and a half Right before just how, yeah, it's fucking amazing, like he puts yeah. out these games that are so relevant for the future, and just that that ability to just yeah, have calm, take your take your moment, you're too walky and take your time to to move through this world that was just fucking beautiful,
3: so hang on a sec, are you trying to say that coronavirus is like an a r g to hype up, death trending too? <laughs>
4: Right on cue. Not, yeah, I'm not as eloquently as you just did, but yes, <laughs> that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. But
4: I think from I mean, a narrative standpoint, it just it missed the mark because I felt like he he wasn't he wasn't succinct. He wasn't executing uh, uh, succinctly what he was trying to convey in his message and his his delivery. I'm Agree sure that's that. a
2: whole other obstacle, right? You you're so used to writing in a certain bubble and then you go to a totally different thing i'm sure that's got a whole level of stress to it that's you know you're having to reinvent yourself and everybody's expecting that anything you do has got to be amazing
4: true but he has the experience though i i you can't let him off the hook too much because he's been doing this for fucking 30 years
1: and yeah, I right. think that Death Stranding is an amazing project. It's just what Tony's yes. saying. It's just the, the narrative isn't there. And speaking right. as somebody that I don't have to convince you guys, I'm a huge Kojima fan. Love him. I would even go as far as saying um, Spirit Animal number two. Uh, <laughs> I love all of his <laughs> games. And I was excited for Death Stranding. Um, it was more of like a cautiously optimistic you know, curious, though, because I didn't know what he could do outside of Metal Gear, but I was super in before I eat, Like I even played it. Yeah. That being said, um, I got about only to uh the part with Troy Baker, like the guy with the gold face, and I kind of stopped playing. I put it down, and then I never picked it back up, but I intend to because for the same reasons that Tony was saying – Once, once the, you know, I, I walked down that first hill and the music started playing and like, once all that magic wore off, I was like, what am I really playing for anymore? And usually it's the narrative that kind of keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't really a strong one there. So I do tend to go back to it because I want to finish it, but that's kind of what stopped me from playing.
4: And that's exactly what happened to me, Kyle. Like I had stopped, I stopped it and I ended up, yeah, picking it up back up, and it was the same thing. Like I went through the rest of the the game, and also even towards the ending, the last couple of chapters, I'm just like, it's just, it's it got so melodramatic, and I think unfortunately for the wrong reasons, it got yeah. melodramatic for the sake of being melodramatic or trying to, to again, there was no coherent uh, message that he that I was getting out of it. It's like, okay, I'm 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 understanding what these people are saying. I'm just not feeling very invested in what they're saying.
1: hundred percent. Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I would agree with that completely. Yeah. It's, it, it was, it was, I liked the characters, but yeah, the cohesiveness was, was a little off, but, um, Hmm. Well, now I don't know if I like it as much. anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I you spent never, that much time was, with it. No, 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 no. I was never going to play silent Hills. I'm too much of a wuss for horror games, oh my God. but I was really <laughs> interested to can't even see what. can put together
1: a Sorry guys,
3: <laughs> I'm so excited. But um, but you know, when I heard that they were going to do, you know, it's Kojima with Guillermo del Toro and some dude named Junji Ito, I hadn't heard of. It's like okay, you know, a writing partner is obviously what Kojima needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a writing partner on Metal Gear Solid One, Two, and Three, and I believe they went their separate ways after. You can notice when the Decline in quality might start happening. Right.
1: Well, okay. Um, peace. Peacewalkers after that. And that wasn't a decline. I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, well, what at. At it, yeah, I also, know what you were getting yeah, at. do let them do it, dude. I know what you were getting at. Yeah.
3: Well, some people think cucumbers taste better pickled. What can I say? So,
0: so, so Kojima Productions' next, next project would be I mean, I think it's they're all funded by Sony at this point for the most part. And then I think they borrowed the engine from Gorilla Games. Do they. Do you think that they're working on the next Silent Hill? Because there's rumors and speculation going about that, that Konami Man, may have so. it out to Kojima
4: Productions. Only if, like, to Triple to C's point, like, if, if you could re-collaborate with Guillermo or some other strong visionary to kind of meld out a little bit of his, in, you know, his quirks, then I think, yeah, I, I'm fucking totally down. But if it's him, kind of, you know, taking the reins again, I'll, I'm going to be cautiously, opti- I'll be cautiously optimistic because I felt, again, I just felt like he was going to elevate to a place that. And again, it's it's probably to you like I had such high expectations, which you know we know what happens when you've got really high expectations and you're hyped up about something for many years, and you know you're you're bound to be a little bit disappointed. They can't they can't possibly meet those expectations. You hey. know, I mean, like David Lynch and Kojima, also need someone to keep him on a frigging leash. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> I just feel like they could have made so much money off of it. Like PT was such a worldwide phenomenon. Like it, it was the like it's still one of the most stream things ever on Twitch at the time. Like people were tweeting into the hours of the night after that thing came out, trying to figure out how to beat the game. And everybody was trying to be like, like, how do you do it? I'm like, oh, I got this far. Oh, I got a little further. And, like, you find out that you have to whisper, t- like, the baby's name when it cries three times into a he- – like, you had to plug your headset. It, it was literally like psychomantic shit. Like, you had to plug yeah. your headset into your controller, and then you had to walk certain ways to get the baby to cry. And then w- you had to whisper the ghost's name in your headset to get the thing to – open. like, it was fucking crazy. It was yeah. Kojima. You know, they have, have to recapture really that. A magic.
3: Great and awful place at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was. I a think demo said he was hoping it would take way. like two or three weeks for people to figure that out. No, not even close. Yeah. Right. It was crazy. All right. Well, we get everything off our
0: chest then, I guess, right?
2: Yeah. Thank you. I, I feel, yeah, better you feel better. Yeah. Do you feel better? You're better. You uh, can get some rest. Yeah, I, I really, I didn't expect to feel this good, and I feel like a real weight has been lifted. <laughs> thank you, thank you, bye. Well, this, except,
0: is, this, this is a podcast where we're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Now you've got homework, oh, dude.
3: Oh, I got it. Okay, let's get this off my ooh, chest. Ooh, Why do you never get more Zone of the Enders, Kojima? You know, Here, I've never dude. played Zone of the Enders. So
0: I'm ashamed Sears, he here, like a awesome. you
3: weren't one of the weirdos like me that bought zone to the enders just for the metal gear solid 2 demo i didn't no,
0: no oh you did okay i totally yeah.
3: did yeah, but as it, did. it turns out that was a really good game so you know win win yeah. yeah. well they've remastered it for ps4 right
4: yeah yeah
0: okay because i've looked at it kind of funny on there a couple times and i just i just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet but uh
4: and you it's remastered. That? The only one I haven't played was the
1: VR version.
4: Is that the re- on the remastered one? Oh, I think yeah. I
1: think you, you can play all of right? Second Runner in VR. Uh, yeah, Tojima wow. in space. <laughs> Tojima in anime space. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, think exactly. <laughs> I think that's. I
0: think that's a really good segue. Uh, <laughs> guys, listen, it's been awesome having all of you guys on. um I can't think of a better way to spend my time than to just chat with you guys about things that I'm super passionate about, like Metal Gear and, and, and hearing your guys's passion for it as well. And and uh I just want to thank all you guys for coming on and 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 talking with me about this. And now I gotta play Zone of the Enders. Don't know if I like Death stranding quite as much. I'm shining a new light on things here. But uh it was really good to listen to you guys and I appreciate y'all being on. Thanks thank for having us
1: last yeah fun. thank you. A lot of fun absolutely and time.
0: uh just uh, a reminder you can check us out at ruminationsradionetwork.com. Again, thank you for everybody for joining me, uh, all the, the listeners, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again.
2: A machine.